then we'll also read together Psalm 23. And that's page 458. Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beloved Church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in Revelation chapter 5 that we looked at some time ago, The Lord Jesus confirmed for the church that he is in heaven and that he is able to be our mediator to open that that scroll and to unlock the rest of history. If you look at Revelation chapter 7, verses 1 to 8, you can see that God's elect servants from every tribe and nation will be sealed on their foreheads so that they might be saved from the judgments reserved for the wicked, so that they will not suffer harm. And the Lord Jesus showed John this, that this multitude that no one could number who made it through the great tribulation of God's wrath included people from every nation, tribe, people, and language who washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. That's verse 14 of chapter 7. That means that their sins were forgiven and they were counted righteous before God. God counted Christ's righteousness as their own. They were renewed by God's Spirit so that they wanted to praise God who sits on the throne and the Lamb for their salvation. You see that song of praise and Revelation 7, verse 10. And then the angels responded in verse 12 with that sevenfold praise of all the attributes of our loving covenant God. And the elder explained the consequences of the believer's faith in Jesus Christ, starting at verse 15 with the word therefore. You see the word therefore. Here are the consequences. And then follow this list of wonderful blessings for the church and they're all based on one glorious fact that we see (coughs) we see in verse 17 for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd and he will guide them to springs of living water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes the promises of God that the church sang about in Psalm 23 throughout the centuries, are made a reality for the church in Jesus Christ. The Lamb who was exalted to be their Lord, our Lord, at the right hand 
of God. I preach to you this gospel. The Lamb is our shepherd. With the words of David in Psalm 23, the Lord compares the believer to a sheep and the Lord to his shepherd. It's a very simple illustration that's quite easy to picture because we know about the special bond between shepherd and sheep and how sheep can recognize the voice of their shepherd. Sheep depend completely on their shepherd to find the, the easy path out of the sheepfold in the morning so that they can get good grass and drink clean water, rest in the shade during the hottest parts of the day, and then return again to the sheepfold at night. The sheep completely depend on their shepherd, and the shepherd loves his sheep. He uses his rod and his staff to keep them safe from the predators in the dark valleys. And he always does what is best for his sheep so that they enjoy this feeling of peace and security. The Holy Spirit reveals that there is a God in heaven who sees us and who knows us, his church, by name. And the gospel message for the world is that the Lord sent his Son to be a shepherd for his covenant congregation, for, for us who believe in him. The Lord Jesus used the same illustration of Psalm 23, but he explained everything with a little more detail in John chapter 10. And he said that he is the good shepherd, and that he came to give his life for the sheep, for the church. And Jesus became our shepherd by offering himself as a lamb, a sacrifice to pay for our sins. Acts 20, verses 28 to 30 said that he bought his sheep with his own blood. And now he reveals to John that since his ascension into heaven, he remains our shepherd forever. Whoever believes in Jesus Christ receives all that is promised in Psalm 23. This is what that wonderful therefore promise of revelation is declaring to everyone who washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So Revelation 7 enriches our understanding of Psalm 23 incorporating the work of Jesus Christ into the words and the promises given in Psalm 23. The church of Jesus Christ can say, the Lamb is our shepherd, I shall not want. He gave his life for my sins so that I might stand with him before the throne of God. He doesn't just give me food and drink, but he restores my soul. The lamb is my shepherd, and he guides his church to springs of living water so that they might experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Jesus talked about that in John 7, verses 38 to, 37 to 38. 
the Lamb is my shepherd. And he leads me in paths of righteousness by dwelling in my heart by his spirit so that I can serve him day and night in his temple like we read in Revelation 7 verse 15. The Lord, the Lamb, determines the path we will walk on. And when the journey gets too difficult, we read in Isaiah 40 verse 11, he's like a shepherd who, who picks up the lambs and he holds them close to his chest. The Lamb is my shepherd. In Psalm 23, the valley of the shadow of death is just assumed to be a part of the Christian journey. We don't say, if I walk through this valley, but though I walk through it. To follow Christ, the great shepherd, the lamb who is our shepherd, is to follow a sign that is opposed, said Simeon. The robes are not washed without any blood. The saints come out of the great tribulation. They don't bypass it. But they are not alone. Revelation says that song, He who sits on the throne will shelter his church with his presence. We could say, I, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. The Lamb also has a sword in his mouth. We read in chapter 1, verse 16, and then several more times in Revelation, a sword in his mouth to destroy his enemies. The lamb is our shepherd, and the rod in his hand will drive away the attacking wolves and lions. His staff also comforts me, for with it he counts all who are his own. And he draws them back, draws back those who are wandering into danger. The lamb is my shepherd, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. Well, this certainty makes it possible to talk about a table. Psalm 23 talks about a table, about anointing oil. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. And all this in the presence of my enemies. The threats of the evil one, they lose their, their power because we know that God's enemies cannot hinder those who have been purified in the blood of the Lamb from spending eternity with that Lamb. We have the eternal King, the Sovereign Lord. He is our shepherd. This Lord's Supper is like a, a table in the presence of our enemies. For though we are surrounded by many who oppose their Christian faith, our celebration here reminds us of the victory of Christ Jesus, the Lamb in glory, the Lamb who is our shepherd, the Lamb who is leading us from this table to the great marriage feast of the Lamb. We can eat together knowing that those who are in Christ shall hunger no more, neither thirst anymore. This is from Revelation 7. The sun shall not strike them. That's what we also sang, Psalm 121, nor any scorching heat. The hope and the certainty 
of the victory can make even the hardest times bearable. For no matter what happens, we can rejoice in the Lord, in the Lamb. Rejoicing not always in what we're seeing and, and feeling, but in the knowledge of the forgiveness of our sins, in righteousness, eternal life that we have in Jesus Christ. The victorious Lamb who prepared a table for us in the presence of our enemies. And so believing in the finished work of Jesus Christ who paid for my sins on the cross, who conquered the grave in his resurrection, who opened the door to the glory of heaven in his ascension, we can say from the depths of our hearts, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And the Lord shall wipe away every tear. Amen.